Welcome to Created to Reign, a podcast of the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation, a ministry dedicated to helping people fulfill the mandate God gave to mankind in Genesis 1.28 to subdue and rule the earth in a way that enhances its fruitfulness, its beauty, and its safety to the glory of God and the benefit of our neighbors. I'm Cal Beisner, president of the Cornwall Alliance, and today I'm going to start with two questions. Do you love Jesus? Do you care about others? If you answered yes, the National Association of Evangelicals, the Evangelical Environmental Network, and World Relief might call you a liar. Why would they do that? They do it if you don't share their belief that human-induced climate change is a catastrophic threat. They do it if you don't think the world must spend trillions of dollars to curb it. They do it if you don't favor doing that, even if it means prolonging poverty for billions of people. Really? you ask. Do they really say that? Can you quote them for me? Well, here you go. Dorothy Burse, main author of Loving the Least of These, a statement released in August by NAE, EEN, and World Relief, says, You can't say that you love Jesus and you care about others and not care about climate change. Listen to that again. Dorothy Burse, the main author of Loving the Least of These, says, You can't say that you love Jesus and you care about others and not care about climate change. Now, just what does it mean to care about climate change? Well, I care about climate change. I care that opportunistic critics of economic liberty, private property rights, entrepreneurship, free trade, limited government, and the rule of law, use climate change as a rationale for expanding state control over our economies. I care that anti-population growth environmentalists use it as a rationale to reduce human population. I care that proponents of global governance over national sovereignty use it as a rationale for their aims. Ah, but that's not what Bourse means by caring about climate change. For Bourse, you don't care about climate change unless you're convinced it's an existential threat to humanity and perhaps all life on Earth. For her, you don't care about climate change unless you're committed to ending the use of the fossil fuels that provide 85% of the abundant, affordable, reliable energy that lifts and keeps billions of people out of poverty, and could enable billions more to flourish if they were allowed to use them. For her, you don't care about climate change unless you think we should spend 23.3 to 46.6 trillion dollars for each of the three tenths of a degree Fahrenheit reduction in global average temperature that full implementation of the Paris Climate Agreement would yield at the end of this century. I'm firmly convinced that poverty is a far greater threat to human life, health, and well-being than anything related to climate, climate change, or weather. You want to know how I know that? I know it because over the last century, the annual rate of human deaths from extreme weather events has fallen by more than 98%. And what has caused that fantastic decline in mortality from extreme weather events? Economic development that has lifted and kept billions of people out of poverty. 
It has allowed them to build structures that withstand hurricane and even tornadic winds, infrastructures that protect them from floods, warning systems that enable them to prepare for or evacuate before natural disasters strike, not to mention the medical care systems that save their lives if they're hurt. That economic development, that conquest of poverty, depends absolutely on people's having access to abundant, affordable, reliable energy that enables them to produce the food, clothing, shelter, transportation, communication, education, health care, and everything else that protects them from extreme weather-related disasters and so many other threats to human life and health and well-being. But what the National Association of Evangelicals, the Evangelical Environmental Network, and World Relief want us to do is to deprive people of three of the best sources of that kind of energy, coal, oil, and natural gas, the so-called fossil fuels. That means pushing billions who have already conquered poverty back into it, and it means slowing, stopping, or reversing the climb out of poverty for those still in it. Here again is what Dorothy Burse, main author of Loving the Least of These, says, quote, you can't say that you love Jesus and you care about others and not care about climate change, unquote. Would she appreciate it if we were to reply, you can't say that you love Jesus and you care about others and still want to fight climate change? Hell is paved with good intentions. Climate catastrophists claim they're motivated by love, especially love for the most vulnerable, who tend to be poor. It's about time they stopped claiming the moral high ground and accusing those who disagree of not loving those in need, and started instead thinking more carefully about what really threatens to harm people and what really promises to reduce that harm. It's time they started thinking more carefully about the trade-offs that are an inescapable part of life. It's time they acknowledged that the energy from fossil fuels does far more to enhance human well-being than whatever slight harm might come from their contribution to global warming. Want to learn more? Read A Call to Truth, Prudence, and Protection of the Poor 2014, The Case Against Harmful Climate Change Policies Gets Stronger, a paper by climatologist Dr. David R. Legates and environmental economist Dr. G. Cornelis Van Kooten, available at cornwallalliance.org slash landmark hyphen documents. That's cornwallalliance.org slash landmark hyphen documents. Thank you for listening to Created to Rain, produced by the Cornwall Alliance for the Stewardship of Creation. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share the episode link with your friends. For instructions on how to rate our podcast or to submit your ideas for future episodes, visit the link in our episode description. We would love to hear from you. To learn more or to support our ministry with a 100% tax-deductible donation, please visit cornwallalliance.org. Until next time, always apply the Apostle Paul's instruction in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, Test all things, hold fast what is good. <laughs>